Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the Novias podcast with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Daniela, it's the first of the week, February 8th. Valentine's Day is around the corner. How are you doing? What's up? We just started and she's already glitching. Oh, no. Um, I'm good. I know. I was just about to say, I think I'm glitching. Am I glitching now? <laughs> Love that. Oh my gosh. Literally, um, I think my computer, she picks and chooses because it's funny. Whenever I watch a show, whenever I'm watching a show or something, whenever I'm watching my little Housewives of Salt Lake City, she loads that shit up quick. Like It's me. And then, I'm the virus. And then when I'm on Zoom, like with you or with anybody else, you know, because I'm so popular, she, my computer's like, no, bitch, you can't have friends. So, so. Oh, love that. But, um, I'm good. I, you know, I told you I had my day off. So I spent the day reorganizing and cleaning because that just makes me so happy. What about you? How was your day? We I love, see I'm glitching again. We, lo- oh, we, oh love, a, we love a productive day. Um, I'm good. Today was all right. I just had my one class <laughs> and that was all right. Um, my As far as my weekend goes, honestly, it, consi- it consisted mainly of eating and doing homework. Like I spent all day doing homework and like I said last episode I'm like I forgot that you actually have to put in work and you have to read and you have to write and you have to do all the nonsense but um it's fun it's this is week three so far so good there's what um oh. 13 weeks left to go I'll talk to you guys in 13 weeks and tell you guys how I did for the first semester but um other than that can we talk about the nonsense the drama the shit show that is the world right now from covid to the Super Bowl, to <laughs> drama. Let's just dive right in. Let's just let's just dive right in. So the first thing I want to talk about today is the Super Bowl. Let's just, let's just put it. this. Let's just put this right out there. I don't know who played. Um, do you know? Do you watch sports? Do you watch football? Who? <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, yeah, I don't. I, I've been to a couple baseball games, but that's literally. That's literally all I can tell you. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm yeah, this, this isn't a this isn't a, a sports podcast. So if that's what you were looking for, wrong one. But um, anyways, <laughs> as far as the Super Bowl goes, let's just start off with the halftime show because everyone, I, I say everyone. I feel like the people love the weekend, right? I know I like his music. Um, and right away, yeah, the, the memes mm-hmm. are being created. I don't know if you saw he was going back and forth and people were like this is me when i'm drunk but my song is outside <laughs> playing this is yeah did you see that yes when uh he's in his little i don't i wouldn't even know what to call it was that his entrance that something his like that i wouldn't know i didn't watch it but um as far as his music goes <laughs> or did you even watch the performance or no um to, no yeah i like no because i t- <laughs> I quickly like you. You a... said that you liked the music. <laughs> <laughs> this is glitching. We're interrupting each other. It's so ironic because I told her like before we started recording. I was like, last episode was a shit show. I was like drunk. I was a mess. I wasn't drunk. I'm just kidding. I was just like a mess. And I told her this is gonna be a good episode. We're gonna not interrupt one another. I'm gonna think about what I'm gonna say before I say it. And two minutes in, and we're like, but um. Let's inhale and exhale. Yes. So as far as his music goes, I know a couple of his songs. Um, yeah. I know that he performed, obviously. What is that song? See, I'm a fake fan. What is that song called? Lights. What is it? Blinding Lights. Because I know he performed songs Blinding from his Lights. album. Yeah. After Hours. And 
I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. maybe because of COVID and whatnot, it didn't seem like I feel like a lot of people weren't really excited for the Super Bowl. And on top of that, can we talk about the mess that is Tom Brady? I know <laughs> you guys probably know who the fuck he is. I have no idea. The only reason why I know is because I saw he is a Trump, something like that, trending. And then I yeah. did my little bit of research and I saw that apparently this guy, this football player who his team won back in 2015, 2016, he yeah. basically said that him and Trump were friends. I mean, he had a hat in his locker that said um, the MAGA hat. And yeah, what are your thoughts on this mess? Okay, I've never liked Tom Brady ever since. Everybody's going to be like, bitch, how the fuck would you even know about that? You weren't even old enough. Yes. Bitch, I've been a pop culture bitch since I was little, okay? I came out the <laughs> womb, okay, reading People magazine. So goodbye. Um, I just never liked him ever since. I told you this off camera, but ever since he got with Giselle um, Bunchen, Bunchen. See, I'm a pop culture savvy, but I don't know how to pronounce people's names. Um, and I told you it was a scandal when they got together. Um, see, my, my internet doesn't want me to talk about this. I think it's Tom Brady. <laughs> talk about this. Uh, that they, it was a scandal because <laughs> because he had just gotten this girl pregnant, and then he got with Giselle, got her pregnant, married Giselle. So everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, she married Giselle, shotgun wedding." So it was like a big thing when they got together. So I've never liked him since then. See, I've I've known since a young age. Men ain't shit. Tom Brady showed me that. So there you go. When. Everything came out that he was a supposed Trump supporter. And I'm not saying he is, I'm not saying he isn't, but it's like he's never outwardly said, like, oh, I'm not a Trump supporter or like fuck Trump or something. Like, okay, his helmet last night said end racism. Okay. Okay. Yeah, people were like, Thanks wow, for we, love, activism. we love when athletes put in, specifically, we love when white athletes do the bare minimum of saying, things like that and then my job here is done it's like no bitch if you're not a trump supporter go ahead and say it you know what go fuck yourself i don't know if you also heard or saw that this guy (laughs) i have this little article here it says this guy ran across a field in a thong one piece situation going on i don't know it says the man in the pink thong swimsuit has been identified as 31 year old yuri andrade 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 and cops have released his uh-huh. mugshot. This guy, his bond was $500 and he's been released from custody. It was on one count of criminal trespassing. I don't know why people are messy. I, uh, it's just, I'm lost for words. Like, why would you do this? Like, this is so chaotic, so stupid, so ignorant. Oh, God, I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Super Bowl weekend brings out the weirdos, brings out the fucking freaks or something because they're streaking they're streaking in the streets i want to say so this man went onto the field and fucking streaked you're saying yeah he ran across and then bam he was you know tackled like what like boy you're 15 minutes of fame for what you were arrested okay like so i'm reading it and it says that apparently i'm pretty sure it was like a white i mean his name is andrade so i don't know he could be Latino. White Cuban. White Cuban. Point is, <laughs> it says that. Point is, oh, facts, which we're going to get into the fans <laughs> a little bit later, but it says that he did this because apparently he's friends with Vit- Vitali Doroveski and oh, he has a apparently a porn company or something. 
point is he was probably doing some like <laughs> what is it some exposure he wanted some exposure to all right where you guys watch company. your your porn maybe there'll be a super bowl um like role play type exactly. video on there <laughs> oh god we're not gonna get into that because that's a little too much for this podcast <laughs> right now but um to wrap up the stories, I don't know if you saw, but a bunch of people like Diplo hosted these what were are essentially super spreader parties. You know, these DJs, these singers, uh. I know 50 Cent, I believe, attended this event. And there was about 2000 people apparently at this Godfrey Waterfront Hotels. Um, it says Diplo can sure draw a crowd because around 2000 people swarmed the Godfrey Waterfront Hotels WTR Tampa pool Saturday night. 2,000 people running around, drunk, being messy. Ew. Can you, like, not? Like, can we, like, not? Like, <laughs> I just don't get it. Do you want? This is, like, people actively trying to get like, COVID. This is what it seems like. They don't give a fuck about COVID. I mean, Disney World's open, so they don't give a fuck. But celebrities, like, why are we letting them get away with this? Why are we not fining them? Why are they not fucking paying $2,000 fucking $30,000 bonds or something. I was going to ask you if uh, you saw all those cardboard cutouts at the Super Bowl. Or wait, cardboard cutouts, that was all people. Did you see that? It's weird that you say that because right now, earlier when I was scrolling on Twitter, I guess Brent Mint Rock, I'm sure you guys know who he is. Um, yeah. Just a little YouTuber. He <laughs> he made a video, a TikTok, I believe, basically parodying problematic youtubers and he did an apology video where he's like i know you guys probably saw me the pictures were out there um yes i attended the super bowl i wasn't even watching it as you guys can see in the photos but i was there and i just i want to say sorry which is kind of iconic behavior um i'm not really a fan of his um don't drag me i don't really like watch his shit whatever but um i find it so hilarious that he he took this moment and he made fun of the youtubers that are problematic as fuck because let's be honest it's 99 percent of the community it's 99% of his friends. No, just kidding. Oh, um, which, now that you mentioned his friends, is, do you know if he's friends with Patrick Starr? That was a shitty segue, but last episode we talked about how Patrick Starr was at... Um, yeah. Um, last episode we talked about how he was at Nikita Dragon. Dragon's party, which apparently, if you think the following day, a video of him on Snapchat came out of him basically standing his ground and being like, I don't know why you guys are canceling that bitch. You guys are jealous of that bitch because she is that bitch and you guys will never be that bitch. And we said what we said, we did what we did. And he's, here's my mask. And he showed it on his wrist. And people were just like, bitch, your mask goes on your fucking face, not on your wrist. Like you're a clown. And that's what triggers me even more. And that's what make that's what makes me want to talk about it even more. Like talk about these ignorant yeah. people. And for lack of a better term, cancel them. AK, hold them accountable because clearly he thinks it's funny. Like he... We got tested. It's okay. Ha ha. Fuck you. We're that bitch. It's like, okay, so you're that clown bitch. Like, you're that ignorant bitch. Like, you shouldn't. (laughs) I don't know what messages he's trying to like give to his fans and his audience, but it's just problematic. I can't with these people. Exactly. No, yeah. Um, Actually, Bretman Rock, he's best friends with Nikita Dragon. And I saw Bretman actually said something about the party. And he said that he found it like, stu- like in not so many words, he basically said that was stupid. And he's like, and I've told her that it was fucking stupid, that she shouldn't have had that party. And um, like, I don't know. I feel like you guys need to be friends with people who hold you accountable. So I like the fact that he said that he held her accountable. She's not going to listen. That's on her. 
but that just shows you that you need to be a good friend you need to tell people when they're being fucking stupid if they're not going to listen maybe you shouldn't be friends with them maybe you should cut them out of your life but I yeah he's like best friends with her but he obviously he didn't go to the party he lives in Hawaii so he's not going to fly over and Hawaii is like super vulnerable with COVID so he's not going to fucking fly and on top of that think about it this way would you rather be in Hawaii or would you rather be at some YouTuber party at some super spreader party yes exactly exactly messy 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 (laughs) but moving on from that we were just talking about messy people this lady, if you have not seen, her name is T- Tessica Brown. This lady came out with a video where basically her head is fucked because she applied Gorilla Glue on it. And I'm, <laughs> you guys, at this point, you guys know who I'm talking about. I just want to say, lady, did you mistake it for Moco de Gorilla, which is hair gel, Mexican <laughs> hair gel, like styling gel? I don't know what she was thinking when you first saw this headline, because I'm sure you saw it. What were your first I thoughts? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like if you, every day I think to myself, I can't see a more stupid headline than the day before. And then that one just took the cake. And I was like, yes, okay, Gorilla Glue, come through, come through with the um, free promotion. But then you find out it's real. And I'm like, oh, never mind. And then I heard that poor, oh gosh, I want to say poor thing, but also stupid thing. Um, <laughs> I guess she was like, shoot. <laughs> She ran her head underwater or something, and Gorilla Glue, um, Gorilla Glue only hardens with water. Oh no! So like she was feeling her hair get hard, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, bitch, I'd be freaking out. Like, I know, haha. Like, funny, funny. I guess she got verified on Instagram, but I was just like, "What? The- We're verifying people for Gorilla Glue in their hair now?" Like, <laughs> this is chaotic energy. <laughs> To the max. I don't understand. Apparently, according to TMZ, we know how um super reliable. Exactly. Um, it says that Tessica Brown's weekend trip to the ER was another disaster, and Gorilla's and Gorilla Glue's tip to use rubbing alcohol to remove the product was a colossal failure. Apparently, she's lawyering lawyering up and she's trying to make the coins. And to this, I say, ma'am, I'm pretty sure on the bottle it says not to use on eyes, mouth, like don't. digested don't get it anywhere near your fucking sensitive body parts and gorilla glue actually came out with the response i don't want to say apology because i don't think they should apologize but here here we go it says they shouldn't we are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that miss brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair this is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent our spray adhesive states in the warning label do not swallow do not get in eyes on skin or on clothing ma'am i don't know what aisle you were on that you thought let me just use some glue for my head there like i don't understand like i genuinely don't she went she went to the home depot she didn't go to Target. Yeah, she went like, to Home Depot for her hair care. Oh, God. And honestly, the only thing we can say is, like, we're hoping that this gets solved. Because, like, is it could not to sound negative, but could this become deadly? Like, how do you, what happens in this situation? Like, how do you solve this? Yeah. Like, does like, she need surgery or something? Like, you know what how happens? I said, like, the, her hair was getting hard? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are they going to do with her hair? Does she have to cut it off? Like, is she going to have to, like, like be bald? Like, what what's going to happen? I can... You said she's lawyering up. I can see her maybe not winning money, but most likely Gorilla Glue is going to have to put on their fucking 
adhesives now like do not swallow do not put on skin do not put on clothing do not put in your fucking hair like they're gonna have to fucking put that on their label now I don't think she's gonna win money I mean I hope poor thing maybe she'll have them pay for her medical bills but girl I feel like this is another situation (laughs) where it's like people and this is where it kind of like get triggered which uh-huh. I get triggered at everything, but it's like <laughs> people do dumb shit and somehow they get rewarded. Like, I'm not saying she's going to get all this amount of money, but it's like she got verified on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that Gorilla Glue should have to pay for her medical bills, should have to exactly. pay for anything, really. It's like, I don't want to say it's common sense, but I would like to think that even <laughs> 10 year olds know not to put glue in their hair. I just. I mean, girl, did you even like did you pass the sixth grade? Like, are you okay? Because I'm oh. very worried by the culture of today, like the generation of today. Yeah, messy, messy, messy. But um, moving on for that, I've talked enough. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten us with something you heard or saw over the weekend? So something I saw over the weekend, because um, you were talking about Gorilla Glue over there, but um, I saw hashtag free Britney trending. And... I've seen it before, but I guess this time around, a documentary on Hulu came out about Britney Spears. And basically the documentary just highlights like everything people have kind of been um, alluding to or assuming like about Britney, that her dad has to approve everything she posts on social media. Yeah, because he the has, media has like, he has, uh, I looked up the word. There you go. Conservatorship yeah. over her. Yes. So basically the documentary Framing Britney Spears uh, basically starts from Britney's childhood in Kentwood, Louisiana. Then it goes to her big break on Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse Club at age 11. And then obviously moves on to when she became a big star in 1998 with Baby One More Time. And then it goes into the whole, you know, harassment and um, basically media backlash that she got when She was with Justin Timberlake when she was with Kevin Federline, when she got pregnant, when she had her meltdown, when she was, um, when she shaved her head, when she came back, when she did that whole MTV performance and basically like highlights the fact that she's like being controlled by all these people. The media allows her to be controlled. The media even fucking has control over her as well, because it's like, we're watching your every move. And a lot of celebrities have, like, come out in, like, support of her. Like, basically just with little tweets, like, hashtag free Britney. I'm like, okay, what's that going to do? Like, actually, like, fight for her? Besides bringing awareness, I don't think that's, like, doing a whole lot. But, I mean, bringing awareness is always a good thing, right? Exactly. Let's, like, put it out there. If you think about Britney Spears' career, not to sound lame, but she's always she always has been in the spotlight. And I don't want to say she's a controversial person, but she's been in a lot of controversies dealing with her like her significant mm-hmm. others um her meltdowns and i mean we're all human so i feel like it is what it is and besides yeah. that she has amazing music um Honestly. It's, it's it's sad when you think about it really because all she like this is gonna sound super cheesy but all she wants to do is like live her life make music and like just be fucking be awesome and it's like really sad when you think about the They're bullshit pretty, that yeah. she's gone through and like I said, it's been really going on all her life. So it's like, we really do want to free Britney. Like exactly. hopefully she comes back 10 times better as a person, as an artist, because 
to say that she's a phenomenon phenomenon would be an understatement. So looking out for Brittany, exactly. free Brittany. Brittany, we love you. So basically um, two big things have come out of this other than freeing Brittany. Two big things have come out from this documentary. Basically past interviews that she's done um, where she was with a male interviewer and he basically, she was like 17 and he basically asked her if she was a virgin and people were like, how were they allowed to get away with this? And I was just like, if you think about it, male interviewers, female interviewers are still like that now. Like they'll still ask you such invasive questions. Like no offense to Ellen DeGeneres, but she asked a lot of invasive questions. Well, she's problematic. Like it's not so. even like tea. And it's not even to be like shade, like fun shade or anything. It's like, they're asking to be annoying and invasive and like, just because I'm famous, you have no right to know like who I'm fucking, like who I'm boning. So find your business, you know? And I think, it, it, I think, yeah, I totally get that. I think it also just depends on the person because I'm exactly. always one to say, although I do like stand people, celebrities, um, artists <laughs> and whatnot, they're humans and it's up to them to like, basically they're <clears throat> in control of the situation even though this whole free Britney thing is kind of completely different. So when it, when it comes to things like that, it's just like, you know how to respond. You are in control of yourself. I keep saying that, but it's like not in this situation because clearly she's not in control of herself. It's so tricky and it's so like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, poor thing. Another thing was that everybody, thank you everybody. You're hopping on the, we hate Justin Timberlake train. Okay. We stand because obviously the documentary brought to light, like um, basically Justin Timberlake's solo career took off when he started talking shit about Britney Spears. Okay. He, obviously he wrote his song, cry me a river, which was about her. He had a lookalike in his video about her. And then obviously he was like going on and on about how he loves her so much, blah, blah, blah. When they like first broke up, bitch, I was like in, diapers when this shit happened but still um so i'm not gonna say that i've hated him since then Ooh, see charlie fucking hates him too um <laughs> but it is very much like yes everybody let's look and see how these male artists get to get away not just with britney they get to get away with a lot of shit when it comes to like defaming other people's names or like trying to make it seem like they're the victim or something. It's like, I mean, perfect yes. example, yes. Chris Brown. I I, I have no you. issue saying that he has some, and I use the word some, good music, some good songs. But <laughs> in my eyes, he's always going to be a piece of shit. And I hate people that are like, just get over it. Just like, if he's like, you guys just need to move on. No, bitch. No, bitch. When it comes to things like that, I will never like, this isn't a, a small like I, I get triggered time on because i know he has die hard fans like people on twitter love die Chris hard mm-hmm. so he's one of but, the things that i can think of that it's like mm, yeah you're not such a great person bitch my biggest thing with that is when people not just with that with any relationship that comes out like and you see that maybe there was abuse or like maybe it was toxic or something and people are like, like it's double-sided like it was double-sided it came from both parties and it's like <sighs> okay let's not get into all that because if we see who the true victim is it's the other person and not your homeboy okay good yeah do we need to go back to the basics where (laughs) you're a child and they tell you not to hit women not to hit girls that's not come on now not to hit other people in general like bitch (laughs) Uh, but um yeah other than that 
everybody hashtag free Britney. Let's make sure we're checking up on her social medias. Let's make sure she's okay because her dad needs to, uh, he needs to get up out of there. So everybody, uh, celebrities, put your money where your mouth is. Other than that, other news I saw this weekend, and you're going to be so confused. You know what the Golden Globes are? You're like, no? Yeah, no. Okay, well, the Golden Globes are coming up on February 28th, I believe. So they came out with the nominees. Spoiler alert, you guys, it's all white people. I'm kidding. There's a couple, there's a couple people, a couple of black people in there, hopefully. I mean, so basically my, my faves are always like the best actress, best actor categories. I don't know about you, like in any, um, in any award show, my things are always like the best leads or something. Yeah. You know how the Grammy is like best album. Yeah. So Basically, um, we have Chadwick Boseman, who, rest in peace, he's nominated for Best Actor for his last role, his last movie in Netflix's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And people are, are hoping that, you know, they give him the award posthumously. And a lot of people, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, a lot of people are mad. You know who James Corden is? Isn't he like problematic? Yeah. So people so are he was calling in- him problematic now. Yes, people, he was in Netflix's The Prom. It's a musical. And basically he played a gay guy. James Corden is not gay. He played a gay Jewish guy. James Corden is not gay. James Corden is not Jewish. So people are like annoyed, especially like theater fans. They're super annoyed that James Corden would even get nominated for Best Actor. But he's nominated. He's in there. So a lot of people are upset because the Best Actress and Best Actor categories have like literally all white people. Best actress out of five nominees, two of them are black, Viola Davis and Andre Day. Best actor, two of them out of five, two of them are actors of color, Riz Ahmed and Chadwick Boseman. Best actress, musical comedy, all of them are white. Best actor, motion picture, musical comedy, Sasha Baron Cohen and Dev Patel are um I want to say the only non-white people here. Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's Latino, but he's white. Like, come on, you guys. He's a white Puerto Rican. Like, let's get in there. Best Supporting Actress, all white. Best Supporting Actor. Um, there's two Black actors, Leslie Odom Jr. and Daniel Kaluuya. But you see where I'm going with this. You're like, yeah, oh, I'm yes, like, I so you're you. telling me what I already knew. <laughs> These white people are going to get rewarded and Black people, Asians, <laughs> Latinos, and everyone else is going to get overlooked shocker exactly this is to me is this does this happen often i've never heard of this i've never heard of this. this is the first time this is the first time white people get all the credit <laughs> so that's basically it hopefully i'll tune in and i'll see who wins but and i'll let you know <laughs> you're like i don't want to know <laughs> i'm like this this is actually gonna get cut this is not gonna air and no, i'm just kidding i think when it comes to things like that because obviously we're all about representation but i think let's play devil's advocate when it comes to people and the media, as far as, you know, entertainment, you know, television, movie, whatever film, I feel like people are like, how can we have representation if there's not a lot of actors or good actors, or there's not a lot of, there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of um, people with experience that are good for the part. Like for example, the, you said, what's his name? James Corden. Yeah. James Um, Corden. Like him, for example, I know there was people on Twitter because I had seen, I actually had read the article or whatever um, of people being like, one, he's not Jewish. 
two, he's not gay. Why mm-hmm. is he playing that character? And I think there's like, it's kind of like a gray area where it's like, well, yeah, maybe there isn't any gay white Jewish. Um, there's no gay Jewish actors, but it's like you, there cannot not be it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully well, I always say, hopefully we always say, you know, <laughs> things will get better the next award show, but it's, it's like, come on. It never does. Things exactly. rarely change, but here's hoping here's hoping. Enough about the Golden Globes. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Enough yeah. about the white Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Y'all had your time. Um, <laughs> I have three stories that are not too long. We'll just briefly go over them. First being, I don't know if you saw, but apparently iCarly, everyone's favorite TV show. Here's the thing. Clearly, I was watching other shit. Like, I had a friend uh, send me this and be like, oh, my God, are you excited? And I'm like, no, bitch, because I didn't ever watch iCarly. What the fuck? Like. I don't know when this show came out, but clearly I was watching other shit, but I got sidetracked. Moving on. Um, apparently, iCarly is coming back to Paramount Plus, which is going to be, uh, it basically, from my understanding, is CBS All Access, which I have, but it's going to be, I don't know if they're yeah. like merging or it's converting to Paramount Plus. And people are excited because apparently they're having a pansexual character on it, which all about representation. So love that. But people are excited. People are nervous about this revival, if you will, because apparently that show was was a hit. Yeah. I don't know. Did you watch that show growing up? Yes, I watched iCarly. I watched Victorious. I watched Zoe 101. I watched all that fucking shit. Drake and Josh. Okay. Um, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, when you say revival, like the original characters are coming back, correct? Like from my understanding, yes. Of kids. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're all grown up now. Okay. (laughs) We're all grown up. We have our own kids. Um, no, yeah, I'm excited. Um now I hope Paramount Plus does not pull a Disney Plus with Lizzie McGuire, um, where they wouldn't let Lizzie kind of grow up, I guess. So I hope Paramount Plus allows the iCarly characters to like, I hope it's not a kid's show. I know iCarly, like, the demographic was for kids, but it's like, okay, their audience is no longer there. Their audience is here. Their audience is our age. So I hope they allow those characters, like, to grow up. Like, it's not going to be fucking stupid. Like, they're not going to be making kids jokes. Like, do you get me? Yeah, and I think that now that you bring it up, I didn't even think about that. Um, I think that would be probably they'd be better off because like you said people who are watching that mm-hmm. show were around our age and let's be honest even though i act like a fucking child i'm not a child um <laughs> but i think it would not only be it would be obviously nostalgic but it would be interesting and funny to see the more grown up side of them because like you said they were cracking dumb exactly. kid jokes and i'm thinking maybe because this isn't you can correct me but this isn't disney correct like this isn't net world this is this is Nickelodeon. There you go. So, so I'm like, is Nickelodeon a little yeah, more risque stuff. when it comes to things like that? Do you think? Or, I mean, now that you say it, I'm kind of hopeful that it is like, yes, all grown up basically. Like, we ain't got time for no fucking dumb sixth grade jokes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nickelodeon was always more risque. Like, I'm not even going to get into Dan Schneider because. I've always found him to be creepy. Like if you rewatch iCarly, if you rewatch Victoria, Zoe 101, all that, the Amanda show or anything, Dan Schneider puts in a lot of adult jokes 
in kids shows that I'm just like, as a kid, you would not understand these, especially in Victorious when I rewatched it. I'm kind of sidetracking, but it was very much like, this is very much adult. So what the fuck were you like, what the fuck were we watching? So I'm hoping, I mean, he's probably going to be behind it, but I am hoping that maybe there's a different, um, different person behind it because I don't want, I I just don't need that creepiness back in the show. That's just all I'm saying. Yikes. Um, Now that I think about it, apparently, 2021 is the year of comeback the comeback kids because somebody else is making a comeback i'm sure you guys are well aware of this youtuber again just a small little youtuber his name is david dobrik um p.s i fucking hate him um he's making a comeback so he's returning to youtube he announced that he bought a new house and he built in a new studio where he will be doing a video version of his podcast views once a week on YouTube. And the only reason why I'm talking about it right now, not because I uh-huh. care about him, because clearly I don't, <laughs> um, but it's because I know a lot of you guys listening fucking stand this guy. I don't know Hard what arms. it is about him. Yes. They're diehard fans. Have you, do you watch David Dobrik on YouTube? Um, I don't watch him. My sister used to watch him. She used to watch his little vlogs, which were like, obviously everybody knows they were staged. I know people are like, yeah, that was the whole point. I've never had a boner for him. Everybody else, yeah, like you said, everybody's like diehard fans. I've never found his appeal. Like on TikTok, everybody's always like, give me a Tesla, David. And it's like, okay, thank you. I just, I don't find him funny. I don't find his friend group funny. That old white guy, he's- I was gonna say, he's really- the like, Like the most I know about- this guy david dobrik is obviously his giveaways so i guess that's a positive is that he gives money away to people who fucking need it um that's the only reason why i'll ever post if you ever see his pictures on my instagram stories is because he's fucking doing a giveaway i don't follow his bitch ass but um anyways yeah. um he's obviously always tied up with liza koshi liza Ko- that's your name right <laughs> jason nash the old yeah, guy yeah. and it's like I don't know, I guess the old white guy. People are attracted to uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, four-year-old white guy, shocker. Rich white guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it is a positive. I've heard that he's given out, given away a lot of money, a lot of money to people in need. Like on TikTok, I saw him help um this girl and her single dad. So I was like, oh, that's great. But there's just I can applaud him for do being like doing good and then at the same time I can I could not care less for him like I don't know I know that sounds like really bad but <laughs> yeah bottom line he's just not our cup of tea the last thing that I want to talk about I know you guys for sure will be excited to say the least about this yes. is that Disneyland Resort specifically <laughs> Disneyland California Adventure will be opening now we don't have a set date so we don't know exactly when it's going to open but according to this An article, opening date it says 1,000 Disneyland Resort cast members will return to work in mid-March for a limited-time ticketed experience about one year after the park shut down due to the worldwide worldwide COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it says that the park's many attractions will not be operating during the experience. It mainly will be focusing on the world-famous food and beverage offerings from around the resort, the latest merchandise, and unique, carefully crafted entertainment experiences. So basically like a little food festival, entertainment festival. Um, my thoughts on this yeah. is that people at Disney are, like I always say, I have my 
hobbies, the things I like, the TV shows I like, whatever. <laughs> but y'all Disney fans, y'all Disney adults in particular, y'all are weird. Because you people specifically live, die, breathe Disney. Like, I remember, like, I think a week later or a month later or something when, like, COVID hit. Yes. People were at downtown Disney trying to, like, protest and be like, open it, open it. This isn't real. Like, this is not okay. You people mm-hmm. need to focus on other things. And that sounds bitchy. But, hey, that's my fucking opinion. If you don't like it, <laughs> suck my dick. Like, I don't, I don't understand this fascination with Disney and why you need to be there, like, every fucking weekend. Like, is it really that special? I don't think so. Not in my opinion. Um, anyways, no, just kidding. I mean, I've told you, I've told you my thoughts about returning to Disney. I don't think it's right right now. I don't think right now is the time. Um, but to answer your question, I think personally, this is me personally, me feeling attacked. Um, (laughs) I didn't go as a kid. I want to say I went when I was five and I went when I was eight. And when I went when I was eight, I thought I was going to fucking die on every ride. But personally for me, when I grew up, I got a job and I got the pass. It was for nostalgic purpose purposes only because it was like, oh, like I can finally come to this theme park that, you know, a lot of my friends growing up got to come. A lot of family members I, um, I have got to come. And it was like, I came twice. And so, and twice is even more than a lot of people can say, you know? So personally for me, it's like nostalgic purposes. Now, for nostalgic purposes, am I going to go protest outside and like try to put people in harm's way uh, just so that my fucking lobster nachos craving can be satisfied? No, there's um, people who live, breathe and die Disney so hard that they're willing to like go to a theme park and California Adventure isn't even all that. The only reason it's all that is because you could drink alcohol there, okay? So <laughs> you're willing to go put yourself in harm's way during a fucking pandemic for what? For lobster nachos and a margarita? Like, no, I'm sorry. And then it's just, it's fucking stupid. I understand 1,000 cast members are going to get their jobs back for a day, but it's like, okay, Disney, you could have been paying them this whole time then, but whatever, fuck off. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it the... It ultimately comes down to, in my opinion, again, you have to agree. Yeah. I think it comes down to people and their frustration with, let's be honest, with the world right now. Like, we're all in the same boat, though. I think that's what people need to understand, that yeah. you're not the only one who's suffering. And even let's go mm-hmm. in a level further than that. You're not even, you don't even have COVID, let's hope. Exactly. So if you put yourself in other people's position and other people's shoes and you think about, you know, I'm healthy and no one around me has COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's what's most important right now. Like you, Disneyland definitely is a want, not a need. So I feel like yeah, that's what exactly like people, people's focus is not on the right thing. Like people's priorities aren't set on straight. And like I said, to each their own. But I know I'm not thinking about Disneyland. I'm not thinking about I need to go to the movies. I need to go to the club, <laughs> bitch. I just want life to be back to normal. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> I just exactly. I just want to go. I just want to have some fun, bitch, before... I'm too old enough to have like too old to fucking have fun. Okay? Yeah, I saw a tweet being, at all ages. I saw but... a tweet being like, <laughs> um, my years, my my prime is right now. All my years are going by and I'm stuck in my house because of COVID. And like I said, all we can do is hope for the best and pray that I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Just for once, that everything I don't have the I answer mean... to something. 
I mean, let's be honest, like, I don't know about you, but I just miss getting drunk. Like I could get drunk at my house, I know. But my friend sent me a video for my birthday of me crying and saying how much I loved him because spoiler alert, I'm the kind of drunk person who cries. So oh, it's me crying and being like, not, I just love you so much. That doesn't surprise me for some reason. <laughs> That's not shocker. Not shocker. <laughs> Fuck you. So in the video, I'm like, I just love you so much. And then we had a conversation about how uh, one time at the club, he ended up leaving the club because um, he was just in his feels, you know? So I'm just like, I miss that. I miss that. I miss feeling suffocated in the club. Okay. I miss. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's feeling suffocated <laughs> in their houses right now. I feel like that's also, I think that's like the best exactly. way to describe it is that we feel like we feel trapped. We feel like we like this exactly. is our lives. We're fucking caged animals at this point, basically. But those of us who feel trapped are still making sure to follow the guidelines and be safe. And people who haven't felt trapped at all have been the ones going out to get Korean barbecue every fucking day. So I, mean. I, I see people out at bars. I see people out, you know, going to the snow. I see people at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just out and about being clowns but like i said i guess see when it comes to that it's like i want to say to each your own but no not to each your own bitch but stay no. the fuck home <laughs> you're gonna get sick i don't want you to die but um anyways i don't want to end on a sad note so let's talk about something positive before we end this episode we talked about it before we started recording the idea of who we possibly wanted to see perform at the halftime show for the super bowl and you brought it up actually and the first name the two names that came out or came to mind right away was obviously ariana grande because she's just yeah i just i love you ariana grande (laughs) um her and like maybe someone like lizzo or dua lipa because their music their messages it's just overall good feeling music i would die to see and maybe people are gonna be like well they don't even have like like Lizzo specifically, like her career, she doesn't have even have enough music. Like it's not, but no. So she could be a guest. <laughs> exactly. How about you? Who do you, who, who do you want to see in the future? Um, You know who I would want to see? Cause the last time she was there was 2001. Um, Britney Spears. And you know who she could bring with her? Janet Jackson. <laughs> because both of them could be like, look, Justin, look, Justin, look what we did, bitch. And Janet yeah. Jackson could do a little Michael Jackson tribute. Especially <laughs> because of the whole situation that Britney's in. Hopefully a year from now, she's all better or doing better. T. T. We'll see. A year from now, we'll make an episode. <laughs> exactly. Assuming we'll still be here a year from now. But um, Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that wraps up this episode. Let us know at our Instagram account at NoVSPod who you guys want to see yes. perform at the Super Bowl um maybe if you're into sports tell us who you want to see at the super bowl play because i don't fucking know but um anyways hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to follow us on our social media make sure to wear a mask make sure as far as the podcast goes make sure to send us ideas you guys i can't thank you enough for the views for the listens but also contribute help out you guys are our community you guys are a part of this so make sure to give us ideas on what we should talk about because like I said, I see those numbers. We get those views. It's not a lot, but we get those views. And I'm like, someone's listening. So make sure to send us ideas, different shows we should talk about on the podcast. Daniela? Yes. Um, 
follow us on no bs pod you know let us know what you want to listen to you know comment on our post and just let us know let us know how you how you feel about that episode that week okay let us know about um our reality recaps and our regular episodes where we go into depth about anything going on in today's world thank you yeah don't i'm like maybe you guys are either here this is how i view things i'm like one they're either afraid to like have a conversation with us because they're like these bitches don't want to hear what i have to say because they're gonna go off on me or two people (laughs) just don't give a fuck i'm gonna go ahead and say it's the first one i'd like to think but um yeah don't (laughs) follow us dm us talk to us i'll be your friend but um on that note again thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye she didn't want to join in on it i guess she just stared at me (laughs) oh god we'll see you guys next time bye